This is the High School Football America 2-Minute Drill for August 23, 2018. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America 2-Minute Drill is brought to you by our good friends at USA Today High School Sports. Once again, in 2018, USA Today High School Sports and High School Football America teaming up to give you great high school football coverage from around the nation. Check them out at usatodayhss.com. Well, we're going to go to Southern California right now. The team that moved from number four to number three in the High School Football America 100 this week after an impressive opening win at home. <laughs> yes, I said at home. St. John Bosco. Finally. It's brand new stadium. And Jason Negro, you can hear the excitement in his voice. He's on the line to, to talk about that. And Jason, first off, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hey, thanks a lot, Jeff. It's always a pleasure to be on your show, and I'm excited to be here this morning. Yeah, let's start out with that uh, that very big question, which is three years mm-hmm. of being a road warrior. You've got a nice little place uh, called home now on campus. What was it like to finally play a home football game? It was amazing. I mean, you know, we really put a lot of work in and effort over the last, you know, since I've been here. So it's been nine years that this thing's kind of been in development, and we finally we're able to raise the necessary funds to be able to build the thing. And then, you know, the gotten, we got the backing of our owners, which is the Salesian province here in Southern California. And we went to, went to work in October and eight months later, now all of a sudden this or 10 months later, this stadium is ready to go. And it was an amazing atmosphere. It was a great environment. Our kids really thrived off of the energy that the students and the entire home crowd were able to, you know, put out there on Friday night. And I think that we played well and made him proud. Well, as you know, I'm, I'm kind of traveling the country uh, across the Southwest, but Hart uh, is still in Southern California, so I can't wait to check out that jewel uh, later on down the road. And let's let's talk about your win over Tempview, a team from Utah, a good, solid uh, team from Utah that you, you shut out. And, uh, you know, I know everybody wants to hear what your thoughts are on that quarterback of yours, but y- your run game, uh, it looked like from the stories that I read, was pretty darn good. So let's start with Aaron and tell me a little bit about uh, the, the fact that you've got several guys that can carry the football for you. Yeah, we're pretty fortunate. You know, we got an opportunity to play against View. They're a very good program out of the Provo area and are much respected in the state of Utah. And we played Utah teams in the past. We played Jordan from the Sandy area a few years back in 2012, and we beat them 34-33 in a, in a last-minute drive by Josh Rosen. So we knew that Utah football, they do a really good job. So when they called us to, to come out and play in that opening game, we're really excited about that opportunity. And, you know, yeah, our quarterback, DJ, is a very talented individual. But, you know, Tempview came out, and we're going to kind of take what the defense is going to give us. And they sat in a too-high look. Um, and maybe tried to, you know, expect us to throw the ball a little bit more. But we have three quality backs, and those guys behind that really good offensive line that we have were able to get up into the second level and make some plays. And I was really pleased with the way we run the ball because I think that's all where it starts offensively. Mm-hmm. If you're going to win games, you know, late in the season, you're going to need to be able to run the ball. And it was a pretty good indication early on that we're going to be able to do that. Yeah, and um, we're talking with Jason Negro tonight on High School Football America. Uh, Coach, tell me a little bit about that offensive line. It's something I know that you pride yourself on, you and your staff, of having a quality, you know, uh, up front, uh, you know, to, to do many different mm-hmm. things that you do in that that high, high-powered high offense. Uh, tell me about the, yep. the kids you have coming back, what you had to rebuild, what you had to work on to get ready for the season opener. Well, as anybody knows, to be successful in the Trinity League in the Division One here in Southern California, which the playoff division that we participate in, you got to be able to be physical up front on both sides of the ball. And I think that's where 
a lot of games are won and lost late in the season in the playoffs is up front. Many of the teams out here in California have a lot of skill players, you know, throughout through, across the board and a lot of division one quarterbacks and things like that. I, but I think where it's really separated was up front. And, you know, we have three returning offensive linemen from a year ago and Maris Talavao, Drake Metcalf and Albert Reyes, those three guys, are all coming back from an offensive line that was pretty good and got us all the way to the CIF finals a year ago against modern day. And we also have our tight end Jude Wolf, who's a three-year starter. So if you add, you know, the three offensive linemen and our tight end and our run game could be pretty solid. And all three backs that we have are all returning from a year ago with George Halani being the senior and Nate Jones and Keith Savage being the two backup juniors. Those guys are all very experienced and have a lot of you know, kind of unity together and really understand what we're trying to do. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're so prolific in the run game. Talking St. John Bosco football, number three in the High School Football America 100, number one in uh, Max Preps uh, at the top of all of the polls there. And uh, I don't mean to, to make DJ sound like LeBron or uh, Madonna, for that matter, with mm-hmm. just one name, but I got to be honest with you, Coach. I've seen and heard so many <laughs> different pronunciations. I'm just sticking with DJ at this point. But what I wanted to ask you about yeah. that is, you know, he's getting a tremendous, a lot of, a tremendous amount of press, mm-hmm. a, a lot of hype around him. How's he? dealing with that how do you feel he's dealing with that and what are you doing and the staff doing to help him understand that yeah there's a lot of stuff being written said and video all over the place but at the end of the day you know you're the quarterback of a top team in the country in a very yep. tough league yeah without question and i think he's done a pretty good job of handling all the pressure you know before the season started i sat down with dj and sat down with his parents um, and we had a long meeting. We've been through this before. So, you know, a lot of people say, you know, lightning doesn't strike twice. But, you know, for us at St. John Bosco, we've been f- pretty fortunate. You know, we had Josh Rosen, who graduated in 2015. So having Josh and going through it once kind of prepared me for what the storm was going to be like with DJ. And now, you know, him going into his junior year, we sat down and tried to get in front of it. And I tried to prepare him and tried to prepare his parents for what was coming down the line and what it was going to be like and the social media um, exposure that he was going to have. And one of the things I think is most impressive is how well he has handled it. He's a very humble young man. He's a very quiet individual. He really is focused on the goal of our entire football team and not all the individual goals that young quarterbacks, you know, like him are experiencing nowadays. And I think that's one of the things that's really helped our team and helped our entire program is to see somebody of his stature really focused on what it's like to be um, a good football team and not just a good football player. He realizes that he's got a lot of you know, talented individuals around him, not only in the players, but as well as the coaching staff. And he's really embraced that. And he's the face of our program. And there's not a better kid in this, in this country that I would want representing St. John Bosco or my football program more than DJ. And his parents have done a great job with him and they've really entrusted us as a staff uh, to teach him and mentor him and get him ready for the next level. And as I as long as he continues to trend in that direction, the sky's the limit and he's going to have a lot of opportunities for him down the road. Yeah, and folks around the country, uh, Jason Negro, the head coach at St. John Bosco, and his staff, uh, just quality people that, that really run a, a top-notch program and know how to mentor kids. And uh, I just wanted to say that about you. You're my friend, but I, I also see what, what <laughs> you guys do, the hard work you put into it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I had Bruce Rollinson on the show a couple of weeks ago, and, and, and Bruce and I were talking, and I'm going to pose the same question to you. I think you know between mm-hmm. you two, your offenses have been so darn good over the past several years. 
years that those defenses get overlooked. And I, I know maybe not, sure. you know, locally there, you know, the media does what it does. But, you know, I think sometimes the best part of both of you is how darn good yep. your defenses have been over these championship runs over the last couple of years. Tell me a little bit about this year's defense and, and what it has, you know, back and, and, and what it needs to improve on to become one of those great Bosco defenses. Well, I think what Coach Rollinson said is he hit the nail on the head. I mean, I think we're very fortunate to have the defenses that we have. And, you know, and that starts, I think, with the defensive coordinators. Eric Johnson at Modern Day does an amazing job, and he's been with Bruce for a really long time. And obviously they he has a lot of trust in what they're doing defensively, and that's the reason why they're so good. Very little turnover on that staff. And that's the same way that I have here at Bosco for nine years. I've had Chris King, who's my defensive coordinator, and, there's not another guy out there, you know, in, in Southern California that I would want or entrust my entire defensive program to. He's just so skilled. And I have a really talented defensive staff with Paul Diaz, Rob Fuiava, Terry Bullock, um, John Hall, and, and um, Colin Lockett. All those guys are really, really talented individuals. And they really put a lot of time and effort and, and, and knowledge into what we're trying to do schematically defensively. But I think it really it's really important for your kids to buy into a system. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're really good is our coaches do a great job of getting the kids to buy into what we're trying to teach them. And it's a lot of work and we're very sophisticated defense. We're very multiple front. We, we change up from week to week and, and do some different things that highlight um, some of the athletes that we have in our program that make them be able to play fast and be able to make plays um, at all areas of the field at all three levels and as long as we're able to continue to do that and the kids continue to buy in I think we can be really good defensively. And sorry for that uh, little bit of hiss there at the end of the uh, the interview. Had a little bit of a technical problem uh, with the interview with Jason right at the end. But uh, anyway, you got the gist of it. Uh, the Braves once again loaded. They climbed from number uh, four to number three in the latest High School Football America Top 100. We release it every Sunday before everyone else does. It's built with our proprietary algorithm. So going into this weekend, the top five teams in the nation at the top. Modern day, of course, you may have read on HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com yesterday that the, the Monarchs had to uh, they had to forfeit their first victory, their game against uh, Bishop Amat last week, uh, uh, an easy victory for them. They used an ineligible player. It was self-reported by them. Uh, we have gone uh, through uh, a, a kind of a, a, a re-look at how the algorithm works in some sense because we've never had this happen to a team, uh, especially a highly ranked team. But uh, we've decided that uh, because the player that was used did not really have an impact on the game itself, we will stand with what happened on the field. So uh, Modern Day will continue to be the number one team in the land heading into this week. Um, we do change their record, though. They are officially 0-1 heading into uh, this week's big game against uh, number 10 in the land, Bishop Gorman in Nevada. That will be a good test for both teams. It will be the opener for Bishop Gorman. Uh, keep up with all the scores throughout the weekend. We have live scoreboards presented by our partners at ScoreStream. We have a top 100, and then each state has a... Um, a wonderful scoreboard that's live. It's it's interactive. Download the app at uh, Google Play or the iTunes Store and go out and have fun with ScoreStream when you're at the game uh, taking pictures and putting up videos. And don't forget, we are only 11 days away from my book finally hitting the bookshelves. I, I feel like I've been talking about this for forever. It also will begin shipping if you've pre-ordered it. And you can still pre-order it at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. The 
name of the book. The title is High School Football in Texas, Amazing Football Stories from the Greatest Players of Texas. This is not me writing a historical perspective. I spoke to over 30 NFL players, past and present, to uh, do this book, and uh, it was all... I did an interview this week with uh, Tim Waits out of Temple, Texas, about the book, and I said, you know, I think it's like at 99.5% high school football. At the end of each chapter of each player, we talk about what they did post-high school, but but uh, for the most part, it is all high school football. And I got to say this, and I, I told Tim this, you know, uh, the players love doing it. They don't get talk, they don't get to talking a whole lot about high school football anymore after their great college and, and professional careers. But uh, all of these players had a lot of fun, and I certainly had a lot of fun writing it and uh, already writing the Pennsylvania book. And there will be a second Texas book. Again, you can pre-order right now, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold. The book will ship right away to you when it comes out uh, September the fourth, a day before my birthday, uh, focusing on many of the greatest players discussing their favorite high school football memories. I, I think you'll love this. Nine Hall of Famers in the book from the Lone Star State. Uh, yes, it's a Texas book, but it goes outside of the state's borders. If, if you're a, an NFL fan and you want to hear about what uh, you know, Mean Joe Green did in high school, or uh, uh, Ladanian Tomlinson, Earl Campbell, Eric Dickerson, Raymond Barry, to name a few. Uh, uh, Drew Brees is in the book. Uh, it's just, you know, Bill Bradley. I, I grew up in the Philadelphia area. Bill was a great safety back then. So uh, go to highschoolfootballamerica.com to learn more. And again, stay with High School Football America throughout the weekend. Thursday night football, Thursday night lights around the country in many, many states. So uh, we're off and rolling. Stay with highschoolfootballamerica.com throughout the weekend for your latest high school football news. The High School Football America Two Minute Drill is brought to you by USA Today High School Sports, our partners at USA Today. We love our partnership with them. And that's today's High School Football America two-minute drill podcast, giving you high school football news from around the nation. Listen on our website or iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Many ways to get us. And don't forget, when we're not on the air, follow us on Twitter at HSFB America for the latest news throughout the day. And also on Facebook and Instagram, our handle there, High School Football America. Thanks for listening to the High School Football America two-minute drill. I'm Jeff Fisher. 